Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of yourself. Let's get this money. Hey, Shadi. <laughs> I'm so lame. My husband be making fun of me too for like doing crazy stuff like that, but I don't know. I just felt like saying it. So it is what it is. Hey, boo. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me and all my, you know, cray and just doing whatever I be doing. I don't know. But anyway, Today, we're here with part three of why no one is buying your services. So I'm recording this in bulk, so I don't even know if you guys like it or not, but I need some feedback. I need you guys to tell me that you guys are picking up what I'm putting down. You are enjoying this series. You are enjoying, you like me doing series, right? And if you do, please screenshot this episode, post it to your stories, tag me and let me know that, let me know this is what you guys want me to continue doing, that you enjoy this and I will keep it up. Like I will make up other series to do just so that we can have stuff to talk about and really like go a little deeper on the podcast. I'm really over like all the superficial information, all the surface level stuff. And, you know, to be honest, like I really wish the industry would do better at just breaking down some of those barriers and those walls behind, you know, how hard it is or what all is happening behind the scenes in people's businesses. So I hope that this series is able to really help you with that as well. So let's talk about it. Why no one is buying your services. So this week we have four things that we're going to discuss. So thing number one, people don't know you exist, right? So if you are not getting your services booked out, if your, you know, courses and programs aren't filling up, it may be because people don't know you exist, right? So you have to be more visible to your audience and to other audiences, right? Not just your own audience, but, you know, go into some other people's audiences, get featured on blogs, do podcast interviews, you know, really connect with other people bigger or who have similar size platforms as you and get visible. And you know what? I'm not even going to say people that are bigger. Like, let me take that back. You can actually get visible on really small platforms, right? People who don't have thousands of followers, people who don't have thousands of podcast downloads, right? Getting on some of those smaller, more niche podcasts and blogs and you know, doing Instagram story swaps and stuff with people that are small is a great way to become more visible because you're getting in front of your ideal audience, right? Or you're getting in front of a audience where you can find that one person that's ready to join your program, that one person who needs the services you have to provide, right? People can't buy from you if they don't know you're there. And that's the truth. That's why people make such a big deal about the whole be consistent on social media. And, you know, that's a whole conversation in itself, but you do have to be consistent on social media. You have to consistently show up in some sort of capacity. That may look like posting once a week and doing podcast interviews, right? That may look like posting once a week and, you know, doing like lives, right? Doing live interviews with people on their Instagram pages or whatever. You just want to focus on visibility, right? So a lot of times people aren't buying your services because they don't know you exist, because they don't know that you are there to answer and solve their problems. And that's something that you have to, that you have to solve, right? That's something that you have to do. You have to 
make yourself known, make yourself visible. So that's thing number one. Thing number two is that your product or service may be confusing. So people may not be buying from you because they're confused as to what you're offering. Confused people don't buy. I've said this so many times, but confused people do not buy. So you have to make sure that they clearly understand what's in it for them and how you or your product or your service, your program, whatever it is, how it's going to bring ease into my life, right? What problem are you actually solving? A lot of times, you know, we talked about this, I think in part one, where it's like we focus so much on the features, right? We focus so much on, you know, you get four calls or you get, you know, this number of posts or you get this many hours, right? Okay, like we get that, right? What people are really confused about is like, what is the ROI, right? What am I getting as a result of investing in this, right? What problem is this actually solving for me? Because a lot of times, like, for example, even myself, when I first started looking for a VA, you know, I didn't really know what problem a VA was supposed to solve for me, right? The VA that I hired ended up telling me the problem that she was solving for me, right? Because she is very clear on her product and service, right? Her service is not confusing as a virtual assistant, what she offers me, right? It's not confusing. She told me exactly how she could bring ease into my life, what problem that she was solving. Shoot, my podcast manager, y'all know, she reached out to me and was very clear on how she could help me, right? How she could bring ease into my life, what problem she was solving for me and my business. And now we've been rocking steady for the last few months. Well, not few, probably it's been maybe two months, I think. But You know, it's like, it's been great, right? Because these people were clear on their product or service. So you may not be getting people that are buying your your services or joining your programs because they're like, it's confusing and they're not clear on what's in it for them, how will bring ease to their life, what problem is it solving? So you want to answer and address those three things. Another reason why people may not be buying your services is lack of proof, right? So thing number three, lack of proof. Do you have reviews about your service or your products? right? Do you have testimonials? You know, who are your other clients, right? Most people like to know that your systems, your products, your services have a proven track record. Like think about when you're looking for something on Amazon, what do you do? You scroll down to look at the reviews, right? This isn't anything. It doesn't matter what you're selling. People want to see your track record. People want to see your track record of success. They want to see other happy customers and clients. This is why I mentioned, I think in episode two, or it might've been episode one or part two or part one, one of them, where I talked about how I will tell people to go and ask a former client, right? Sometimes people aren't buying from you because you have no proof of concept, right? You have no proof that this actually works. So what you may want to do is share testimonials of your results whenever you get results. And I want to say this, a lot of times we feel like the only good result or the only result people want to see is the amount of money. But I promise you, people that are making six figures and above, we're not looking solely for someone to make us quote unquote more money, right? Now, yes, of course, we want you to help us with our bottom line or whatever. But at the end of the day, I need my time back, right? I need to be able to take certain tasks off my plate and not have to worry about it. I want to not have to micromanage somebody, right? So testimonials where it's talking about how someone is working less, that's going to be way more appealing to me than a testimonial that says they made an extra $5,000 or whatever, right? So just understand who your ideal client is and what kind of results and benefits they would like to see in your products and services, right? 
this will help you have an easier time in making the sale. So if you are struggling to get, or sorry, if not, not just if you're struggling, I hate to say it like that, but if people aren't buying your services or aren't investing in your programs and stuff, it may be because you don't have enough proof, right? And people love to see proof. They love to see evidence that you can do what you say you can do or that your services, your products, your programs can deliver what they promise. And again, like I said, the testimonials don't have to be oh, I just helped this, you know, this person just made $10,000 with me. This person just did this. It doesn't have to be something so huge. It could be something as simple as they got their time back. They have more energy. They, you know, X, Y, and Z, right? People send you stuff all the time. Little, little things at like, I used to do this with my graphic designer where she would send me something. I'd be like, girl, you know, this is the bomb.com. Like you kill my ideas every single time. You bring my stuff to life every time. That's a screenshot testimonial moment, right? Because I was literally like praising her randomly on the work that she did for me, right? And it's important that we share those things. Even if it seems small and inconsequential to us, to somebody else, that's going to be a big deal, right? Because to somebody who, you know, they have a lot of ideas, they just don't know how to execute it. Knowing that the graphic designer can take their ideas and deliver, that's a game changer, right? So lack of proof, maybe one reason why. And the last one I'm going to share for today, why no one is buying your services, is your content sucks. Now, I know I said in episode one that I felt bad about saying this, but then I sat down and I thought about it and I was like, nah, like, (laughs) but this is actually a thing, right? Like, it's actually a thing that your content sucks, right? Your brand looks unprofessional. It could be your images. It could be your copy, but something is not resonating with your audience, right? Something in your content is not resonating. And, you know... As a photographer, right, I have to mention this. I have to say that it's important for you to hire a photographer for brand photography. But I'm not saying you have to do that every month, right? I think in an old, old episode, I mentioned like do monthly photo shoots, blah, blah, girl, please. Like nobody has time for that anymore. But what I will say is that it's important to hire a photographer and get some really solid brand images to use for your website, to use for your marketing, to use for your promotions, to use for social media, to use for anything, right? And update them as frequently as you can. I mean, I, I'm leaning towards right now twice a year, maybe quarterly, if you have the time and the capacity to go and do that. But update and have high resolution, high quality images. Really take the time to either invest in a copywriter or learn how to write better and more effective copy, right? Because sometimes we have these good ideas, but then when you write it, it just makes no sense, right? And maybe you're not a writer. Maybe you're the type of person like me who I need to speak, right? When you hear me talk, like it, I make more sense in my mind, at least, at least to myself. I feel like I make more sense talking than I do writing, right? So there's something about your content that just is not meshing with people. And that's why they're not purchasing, right? It could be, they don't think that, like, think of it this way. If all your photos are selfies, iPhone pictures, you know, even on your website, you know, on social media, you can get away with that, right? And social media, I truly believe that you can get away with most of your images being iPhone photos, and then you sprinkle in some of your brand photos. But if your website is all iPhone photos, why would I give you a thousand dollars? Like, that's just crazy. Like, there's no way, there's no way on God's green earth, I'm gonna give you a thousand dollars when you didn't even spend a hundred dollars. Well, brand photography is way more than that. But when you didn't even spend any money to have your photos taken, right? So you got to think about how your brand looks to other people. And maybe it's just that something about your content sucks, right? And I'm using the word sucks because 
sometimes we need to hear a harsh word about the things that we're putting out there, right? So it's time for you to hire a photographer, right? It's time for you to mix your images. So it's not all iPhone photos, but you do have nice high quality images. Checking your copy, right? Maybe your tone and your voice doesn't resonate with your audience. So they're not buying from you because they're not feeling you. Now, this is one that I have been seeing happen a lot. I call it the mean girl vibe, right? A lot of people lately have been putting out that mean girl energy. Like, Ooh, child. I mean, I, I'm sure you've seen it where people like, you know, the price is the price. My prices are going up. You know, the reason why you doing this is because you lame and you lazy and all. And it's just like, bro, like that doesn't uplift or make anybody feel good about themselves. And I know this series, like I'm using more negative terms. I hope that my explanations make up for the fact that, you know, a lot of these examples, like why these reasons or all these reasons, like I hope the explanation I give for them softens the blow, but also like expounds and explains on the idea that I'm trying to get you to understand. But we don't have to be mean girls in the industry to get clients. I don't know where this trend came from. I don't know why people like feel the need to snatch edges and all that kind of stuff. Like, Listen, becoming CEO of this community, we're all about nourishing, right? I'm trying to nourish your edges. I don't want to snatch them out. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I don't want to make you feel small so that you can invest in me. No, I want to make you feel empowered, strong, confident, decisive, right? That's how I want you to feel. And so it's really important that you check your copy. And if you feel like you're falling into that mean girl vibe, or if you feel like, you know, huh, maybe this is a little harsher than I intended for it to go across, rewrite it right? Rewrite it. Rethink what you're saying. Sometimes like for me, like I know for me, because I'm a very straightforward, more blunt person. I do have to rewrite my content, my post several times. And even after rewriting it several times, I still will get comments or email responses back that say, girl, you snatched my edges, you did blah, blah, blah. You know, and I always respond back. No, you know, I'm really trying to nourish your edges, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, you know, I know that sometimes like some of the stuff I say is pretty hard hitting and you can't always control how something lands, but you can control your intention behind it. Right. And so, you know, sometimes we think of something smart and witty and we just like we're ready to put it out there. But it's like, make sure that this is actually what your ideal client wants to see. Right. Because I'm be honest, my ideal client don't appreciate being like, quote unquote, gathered. Right. My ideal client does not enjoy, you know, someone kind of tearing them down or making them feel, you know, just the weird mean girl vibe, right? My ideal client, she wants to be a part of a community, but it's not like a super exclusive community that nobody can get into unless you're popular, right? That's not my girl, you know what I'm saying? So I have to be mindful when I'm putting out content and saying things that I'm not saying things that make you feel like you don't fit in or you don't belong or You know, you get what I'm saying? Like, I hope you understand what I'm saying because I can keep on going in circles about this. But the last point is that your content sucks or maybe your content is just like there's something off about your content. So look at your images, look at your copy, look at your ideal client. Make sure that you're actually articulating what you mean to say and make sure that the look of your brand is professional, right? Because an unprofessional brand will kill your business, right? Looking unprofessional, behaving unprofessionally, that can kill your business. We see it happen all the time in the industry, right? We see it happen all the time where one thing that somebody does or one thing somebody posts, it just it just kills their brand, right? So it's really important that you really go through your content with a fine-tooth comb. You know, really 
Be mindful of everything that you're posting and make sure that it's always adding value, but also that you've presented it in the best way you possibly can to add value to somebody else's life. All right, so I'm gonna wrap it up right here. So we're at part three of reasons why people aren't buying your services. So for this week, we talked about one, people don't know you exist, right? It's time for you to up your visibility. I think I have episodes about visibility. So if y'all wanna scroll through, y'all can, you know, we only had a episode 100 and something right now. So you can scroll through some of the episodes to see about visibility. I think I've talked about it before. But one, people don't know you exist. Two, your product or service is confusing, right? So it's important that you really clarify what people can get from your offer, what problem you're solving, how is it bringing ease into their life? Number three, lack of proof. You don't have reviews, you don't have testimonials. Make sure you really, you know, focus on getting those reviews and testimonials. Really screenshot anything, like anytime somebody gasses you up, for your service or for your product, screenshot that and save it. I save mine inside a Google Drive folder and I just label like my different services and my different products. And whenever I get a screenshot, I just add it to the folder. That way, if I ever needed to share something or, you know, make a sales page or whatever, I have a, a plethora really of reviews that I can just pull from and use that as my, my proof. And then lastly, your content sucks, right? So it's time to elevate our content, make our brands look more professional. And this is not to say that you can't have iPhone pictures because baby, can't be slaying the iPhone photos, okay? Like at least in my mind, I do. Like, <laughs> And it's okay to post your iPhone photos, of course, but make sure that you are investing in some sort of brand photography for your website and be really, really mindful of the copy that you're putting out there to accompany your content, whether it's on your social media, your website, your emails, blase, blase, blah. All right, boo. That was it for this week. Like, look at me. I'm just like busting through these episodes. They're not as long as they usually, <laughs> as they can be. So this has been great. All right. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. Again, y'all, I want to talk. I want there to be some dialogue and some community building. I've been playing around with the idea of, you know, reactivating the Facebook group. I'm still not 100% sold on that. So if you are a OG and you remember how popping the Facebook group used to be, let me know if you want me to revive it. Actually, if you want me to revive it, go into the Facebook group and say like, okay, can we get this started? Like, can we get this back going? Also, well, actually, I'm going to save that for another time. All right. That's it for today. I'll talk to you later, darling. Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.